The Wiser Podcast. Conversations, public talks, and audio essays from the Witz Institute for Social and Economic Research. Hi, I'm Siswe for Walsh, and welcome to The Wiser Podcast. This week, we celebrate Wiser's 20th anniversary. Wiser was launched auspiciously, as it turned out, on the evening of September the 11th, 2001. Its main goal was to research and reflect on the meanings and forms of post-apartheid South Africa from a comparative perspective. The vision was to produce cutting-edge work from South Africa, to contribute to the emergence of a younger generation of scholars, to attend with persistence and care to conditions on the ground in South Africa, within traditions of social thought developed both here and elsewhere. 9-11 through this project in an immediate conversation with a radically changing world order. This was a time when many in the South African Academy that was making itself were animated by the desire to open up, even deprovincialize South African universities and scholarship in the aftermath of years of cultural boycott and anti-apartheid exceptionalism. For the last 20 years, this intellectual engagement with South Africa, the global South and the world at large has unfolded and garnered steam. The Institute has been an intellectual hub for the humanities at WITS, offering multi-pronged research platforms on topics across the humanities and social sciences, training the next generation of African scholars at postgraduate and postdoctoral levels, authoring over 55 books and almost 200 journal articles, as well as multiple contributions to academic books, fiction, non-fiction, journalism, policy documents, opinion pieces, blogs, musical compositions, podcasts, art catalogues, essays, and videographic materials. The Institute carefully crafts and convenes numerous academic and public humanities events each year and has recently moved its programs online, reaching many more audiences around the world. If the early years saw research foci on topics including rethinking race, the life of the body, law and personhood, the Afropolitan city, more recent years have opened up research platforms on the African medical humanities, digitality, science and technology studies, regions and the oceanic. In a corridor crowded with a public archive of posters marking its many interventions, the visitor can find, amongst others, vernacular photography, India and Africa, literary ecologies of the Indian Ocean world, debating inequality in South Africa, age and the body, feminism, generation, activism, fanon after fanon, on suspicion and the contemporary, spatial typologies in the built environment, between cyber utopia and cyberphobia, forensic infrastructure, Sylvia Winter, four lectures, the climate of race, the new middle class in the global south, and many, many more. In the two episodes we released today, a range of voices from deans, VCs, former students, directors of institutes, to colleagues and collaborators, young and older over time, reflect on Wiser's contribution, its strengths and challenges and its futures. We invite you to listen to the manifold dimensions of what these very varied voices across location, time, generation and intellectual temperament have to say on the occasion of two decades of Wiser's work. First, we have from Professor Garth Stevens, Dean in the Faculty of Humanities at Wits University. It is my deep privilege as the Dean of the Faculty of Humanities at WITS 
to be able to witness and congratulate Wiser on its 20th anniversary this September 2021. Wiser was officially launched not only as we were attempting to grapple with the very real challenges facing post-apartheid South Africa in its early years as a fledgling democracy, but also as the world was undergoing significant changes geopolitically and socially in the early 2000s. As one of the premier and most enduring humanities research institutes in South Africa and on the African continent, and constantly in dialogical engagement with humanities scholars across the globe, Wise has continued to produce the kinds of cutting-edge intellectual work that has been at the forefront of intellectual innovation, speaking to global challenges faced by humanity, but from a notable southern epistemological standpoint, and has engaged with, contested, and expanded beyond canonical and traditional knowledge forms across the world today. As a Humanities Research Institute within the Faculty of Humanities at the University of the Witwatersrand, it has contributed immeasurably to the capacitation of a new layer of activist scholars, intellectuals, practitioners and academics. And this mission continues unabated. The scholarly contributions from all of its members over this period have shaped the very nature of debates in and beyond South Africa, striving for modes of knowledge production that have resisted parochialism and rather emphasized new knowledge architectures and forms of interdisciplinarity that are truly reflective of a humanities for the 21st century. The WISER project is one that strives to envisage the idea of radical humanism that is one based on broader transdisciplinary understandings rather than the particularities and peculiarities of disciplinary specialization. And so, the fostering of a truly global knowledge commons. Personally, I want to express my thanks to all advisor for providing the kinds of intellectual spaces for ongoing debate that has always been out of the box. It has been an important sight for me as an academic and scholar to revitalize my own thinking on an array of subjects. More formally, I'm also indebted to the work done by the directors of WISER, Deborah Posel and Sierra Nuttall over this 20 year period as well as all who have helped to steward this project in the fascinating directions that it has and continues to travel. It is perhaps an important moment to recommit to sustaining institutions such as WISER, both intellectually and through other resources, to enable it to continue to thrive, especially in a moment when traditional notions of science and technology are perceived as a panacea to the challenges facing humanity and its morbid symptoms. Once more, congratulations to all at and associated with WISER, past and present, and may the future continue to be shaped by your insights, foresights, and intellectual innovation. We hear now from Professor Jean Komaroff, Professor of African and African American Studies and of Anthropology, Oppenheimer Fellow in African Studies at Harvard University. I offer my hearty congratulations to everyone associated with WISER on its 20th anniversary to all who've helped make it the unique, humane and creative oasis that it is. As I think back over the years, my mind is flooded with vibrant memories of happenings, large and small, in that unusually conducive space, from carefully curated symposia to spontaneous kitchen conversations, exchange usually on topics urgent and important, but sometimes also on things edgy and emergent. Wiser, in short, is a small miracle an interdisciplinary nexus of research and critical debate that has survived and thrived across a couple of decades that have been very challenging to the life of the university 
and scholarship in the humanities and social sciences in general, and not only in South Africa, but in the world at large. Like most miracles, this one is the product of both bold imagination and a lot of hard labour. It's been nurtured by two visionary directors, Deborah Posel and Sarah Nuttall, and by a dedicated community of administrators, scholars and loyal participants, both from inside the academy and from way beyond. We are participants drawn by the idea of a place from which to think big and without constraint, and from a distinctly post-colonial southern location. But wiser is a miracle that none of us can take for granted. Let us hope that the wiser gods who've supported and nurtured this brilliant experiment will continue to do so for decades to come. We turn now to Ravi Sundaram of the Centre for the Study of Developing Societies in Delhi. For so many of us in the Global South, Wiser is a special place. Wiser is intellectually vibrant, hospitable, and has a unique place in pushing new directions in the humanities and the social sciences in the South. I say these words from Delhi. I am associated with the Sarai program at the CSDS in Delhi. Sarai itself began as a unique experimental research space of scholars and artists, so I can immediately connect to Weiser's unique interface of rigorous scholarship and resource for public knowledge. To give listeners an example, when I last gave a talk at Weiser, there was an international conference, an exhibition, a public lecture, and visitors from everywhere. The atmosphere was electric and inspiring. As we look around, world universities and research spaces in the South are paralyzed by funding cuts and authoritarian regimes. As I know from our own experience, a successful research center requires a dynamic leadership. Here, Wiser has been particularly lucky. It has been led with both audacity and intellectual risk-taking. I'm more than confident that this will see Wiser through all the terrible storms that the pandemic has unleashed upon the world. Now we hear from Victoria Collis Butelezi, Associate Professor of English at the University of Johannesburg. In 2009, I moved to South Africa to do my PhD research, most of it from Cape Town. But Wise's JWTC, or Johannesburg Workshop in Theory and Criticism, was what welcomed me to South Africa's intellectual scene. In 2016, this time a not-so-newly-minted PhD, I found solace at Weiser. Sarah invited me to be a fellow, and again, it was another kind of homecoming. Weiser offered me respite and an academic home when I had none. But more than that, Weiser offered a vibrant intellectual space at the cold face of the emergent. That is, after all, what Weiser is a place of constant intellectual curiosity that seeks out what we do not know, an intentional meeting point between there and here, theory and life. Not far from the bus stops and taxi ranks where thousands enter Johannesburg from South Africa's countryside, other parts of Southern Africa and further afield on the continent, Wiser welcomes the migrant, challenges the border, cognizant of the need to reimagine theory and the political as deeply local and immeasurably global. 
Several scholars at Weiser, like Isabel Hofmeyer, point to the importance of South and Southern Africa's situatedness between the Indian and Atlantic Oceans, and therein South Africa's significance to the global circulation of ideas. Weiser, in landlocked Johannesburg, leans into this. That is the idea of South Africa and Johannesburg especially as a meeting point of different ideas, intellectual traditions, politics, all conscripted into interconnected capital networks. Weiser's proposition has always seemed to me to be how to animate a knowledge of such a place that is alive to this, not much younger than South Africa's democracy. At Wiser, the question of the political is never far behind. What is it to study this place, to write about it, to write and to think from it, the economic hub of a young democracy in a city that glitters with mine dumps and heaves with black bodies conscripted to toil, but also insurgent with desires? What are the ethical requirements of doing so? Wiser 20, convivial, but without guarantees, to use Stuart Hall's term. An earnest investment in the act of inquiry without expectation of a particular result. Engagement without the presumption of agreement, a rare space of intellectual exploration. We turn now to Professor Zeblon Vilagazi, Vice-Chancellor of Wits University. Greetings. I'm pleased on this uh, celebratory occasion to be congratulating you, our very own leading center of thought in the Global South, the Wits Institute for Social and Economic Research, known by its acronym WISE, which has shared wisdom over the last 20 years in terms of advancing critical thought and discourse on the principles which bind the social, political, and economic fabric of humanity. Wiser's advancement of the academy, a mission which we, as West University, hold dear. Wiser has contributed immensely to humanity's scholarship, both here in South Africa and abroad. It is notable how, over the past two decades, Wiser has built a sustainable institution and that has brought to life one of the three key objectives I've identified as critical to my incumbency of the vice chancellorship of this university. Among others, producing high quality researchers that are excellent and impactful uh, to, to society. This institute was established by Professor Deborah Fossil, a leading sociologist, 20 years ago, uh, in September 2001, amidst the global crisis at the time. So this institute was born in the aftermath of the crisis that hit the world at the time that to this day still continues. That's a very timely intervention indeed. For many years, the institute has succeeded in addressing both a local popular audience interested in the study of the post-apartheid moment and the broader post-colonial academy. Since 2013, under Professor Sarah Nadal's leadership and with our support, the institute 
supported strongly by vets and external supporters and donors, has grown significantly, shaping local and global audiences with an interest in the political, cultural concerns of post-apartheid South Africa and broadly the study of the post-colony. With the majority of Wiser's PhDs going on to work in the South African and global academy, I would say that the institute has become the preeminent interdisciplinary research institute in the field of humanities and social sciences in South Africa. And one of the most influential in the global South, producing in excess of 55 books since 2013. The styling representation of what WISER stands for is indeed exemplary. It epitomizes what this university stands for. As you know, we are living in times that are characterized by uh, challenges that require and call on us to be resolute in our insistence of, for, for, for excellence. These are times where we dare conjure up what the moonshot will be in order to bring the society we deserve, ridding ourselves of the manacles of inequality and unemployment and social divisions that have characterized not only South Africa, but the world. For that, we need to be courageous and pluck the courage to ask difficult questions and have dif difficult conversations in order to probe those hidden spaces and places. Because it is only through that that you'll be able to finally uncover that which we seek, which is our true destiny as a fulfilled people contributing to humanity with all the talent and skills we have so generously been endowed with. I encourage you, Sarah, the director of WISER, that you continue on that trajectory which you have been on since 2013 and you're building on the great work that your predecessors have started with. Once again, you and your team, your advisory board, have done us proud. I wish you well as you embark on the next decade, second decade of your journey. And uh, may you go from strength to strength. Thank you. Paul Gilroy is director of the Sarah Parker Redmond Center for the Study of Race and Racism at University College London. Hello, everybody. It's Paul Gilroy here in London at UCL, wishing you well and uh, sending a message of appreciation and gratitude for all the extraordinary things that WISER has accomplished during the last 20 years. Uh, I, obviously, I became aware of WISER when attending the, I think, what was the very first South African academic conference dedicated to the issue of race, which took place in 2001, jointly hosted by Vit, uh, WISER and the WITS History Workshop, The Burden of Race. And that was the, one of the first of many extraordinary experiences um, associated with the intellectual life of South Africa that were ch channeled towards me through the amazing things that, that Weiser had done. I think looking at that 20-year period, I, I want to emphasise how much I've seen Weiser's intellectual life and the politics of intellectual work uh, from uh, Johannesburg set a standard and set an example uh, for, for the rest of us, for the rest of us elsewhere. Uh, I think it's, it's incredible how many new areas of work that have been identified and how consistently 
innovative and exciting the intellectual culture that you've built around the institution ha have been. Uh, I think, obviously, notably, particularly the, the work around hydro-colonialism has been of great value to me, but there are many other things, and I've always been grateful for your generosity, your intellectual generosity in reaching out to others and, 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 and contributing a kind of dynamic uh, a dynamic mood to the urgent circumstances and political environment that we have to uh, negotiate right now. Um, it's so important, I think, that that conversation is led from the South and your agency and energy in maintaining that has been really, really important, not just for what you do locally, but for those of us who are remote from you. So thank you. And may the next 20 years be as productive and as generative as the previous 20. Dr. Mbongiseni Butelezi is Executive Director at the Public Affairs Research Institute. It is a great pleasure and privilege as the Director of the Public Affairs Research Institute to wish WISA a happy birthday uh, and may WISA see many, many more as it celebrates 20 years of life. 20 years is a long time to maintain the vibrancy um, or that WISER has maintained through this time. I want to congratulate um, everybody who has been associated with WISER at present and in the past um, for the work that they've done to make WISER this uh, stimulating and incredibly vibrant space where uh, especially young academics, young intellectuals uh, can find nurture and sustenance. My own engagement with WISER uh, really began in about 2009 when I returned to South Africa after years in the United States. And I came back to do um, field work for my PhD dissertation. And I spent, um, I attended a conference uh, hosted at WISER, which was really in incredibly stimulating and helped me really sharpen uh, my questions for my dissertation. Um, since then, I've journeyed with WISER um, uh, on and off as I've traveled uh, and worked in different parts of the country. Um, and now, actually, uh, as I work at the Public Affairs Research Institute, the WIPES uh, seminar that runs at WISER remains a companion, remains a compelling space in which uh, questions about the state, about states um, in South, in, well, in Africa and the world in general are being asked in a very, very deep way. And the reading group um, has been absolutely an amazing uh, place because um, it really asks uh, questions with no foregone conclusions uh, where people are really probing deeply what the state is for, what it means, how it operates in the present. May WISER continue to be this uh, excellent space in a time when um, orthodoxy is moving us towards spaces of humanities research, uh, closing down or narrowing. Um, so uh, WISER uh, has resisted that and successfully so may continue to do so um, for generations to come. We hear now from Jacqueline Rose, Professor of Humanities at the Birkbeck Institute for the Humanities. I am a late arrival at WISER, but since I started attending its events over this past while, it has rapidly become indispensable to me as a place of critical reflection and engagement. WISER takes no prisoners, makes no compromise, 
demonstrates over and over again how thought can be in the service of justice, part of an unyielding project to understand and transform the ongoing inequities of the modern world. Whether discussing care, debt and surveillance in a time of pandemic, the legacy of Franz Fanon as clinician and revolutionary, black modernity or the limits of Western philosophical humanism, the discussions at stages always give me pause, making me realise how much I have to learn. During a session in August this year on gender-based violence in South Africa, I was struck by the way voices across generations, Zubeda Jaffa, Simamkele Lakavu, move between different spaces as they historically engaged with the apartheid past, called out the compromises of state power since 1994, and asserted the urgency and force of resistance by women today. Was it, asked Sizonkem Simang, who was hosting the session, a wrong strategy to have believed that keeping women's lives safe was the responsibility of the state? And if so, or even partly so, what are likely to be the most effective political strategies on the ground? The session was a proud display of the unbreakable link between feminist analysis and activism. One clip from a film of protests in support of Zwezi, who brought the rape charge against Zuma and was the target of vile hatreds, contained lines I will never forget. We lost things we didn't even know we had till they were taken. And again, find me a place at an impossible destination. To me, they were inspirational, a mix of reckoning and steadfastness, which can be a model for the oppressed across the world. From its unique position within the South African University, Weiser has become a template for the painful aftermath of apartheid, a barometer that measures the frailty and continuing urgency of the incomplete project of political progress. It never stops holding the academy to account as a public institution obligated to the future of the planet. WISER, then, is surely the perfect acronym, as it yokes together, even if unintentionally, the cautious wisdom and the fitting fury of a political sage. It is with the pleasure of intellectual anticipation that I look forward to the next stage of listening, learning and dialogue. Many congratulations to all of you, and thank you.